Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Talker on your cell phone in public. Mr. Talker on your cell phone in public. Thank God your phone's on speaker. Now the other 18 people in the store can be brought up to speed on what's going on in your life. Mike gave Tina herpes. Oh no! Earl's baby mama got pregnant again? And her other baby daddy got shot? That's a lot to take in for a group of 19 at one time. We'll get through this together. We know it was a lot of bad info to take in. So we understand that you're going to walk around aimlessly the rest of your time in the store. We'll just go around you. So crack open a cold Bud Light, Mr. Gallivanter of the Gossip. You keep us on our toes every day. Mr. Talker on your cell phone in public. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Previously on the C-Rod Podcast. You ever do that? You ever cut a little sausage? Like, you, 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 like how they have like the, the casing will come out like to the end, like where the nub is, and it's just like closed off. But did you ever like cut the tip? <laughs> oh, God. Did you ever cut the tip of a sausage or maybe just like cut cut it up before you put it in the pan? And what happens? It it start the, the the sausage as it cooks starts starts to puff out of the fucking casing, right? And you got like this tight casing, and then like this big wide fucking head of sausage that is expanded out of the fucking thing. That's what Jay Glazer looks like. And now this week's show. Hey, what's going on? It's Christian Rodriguez, and it is time for the C-Rod Podcast for Sunday, January 7th, 2024. Rod Stewart making his debut here on the C-Rod Podcast. I got to tell you, man, (laughs) love him or hate him, he describes heartbreak perfect (laughs) in this fucking song. Like, if you're going through a breakup... You, you gotta listen to this goddamn song, okay? It's just written fucking perfectly, all right? Let's listen to this. To live in hell. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I, like, I, I never, I, you know, and you guys know me. I love to know what songs are about, like what that person was going through when they wrote it. That's no secret on this show, but I will tell you this. I mean, I guess when this song came out, I think this came out like 88, I want to say. It was in the late 80s. And I, you know, I really didn't experience anything like that. I was fucking 10. <laughs> All right, but I got to tell you, one day I came back and listened to this song when I was a little bit older. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Poor Rod, Sir Rod was going through it. The hell he had to be heartbroken about a guy got laid thirteen times a day. <laughs> what the hell did he worry about? Poor Rod. <sighs> well, great to be back with you guys as always. I got to be honest with you, man. I have been chomping at the bit for two weeks now. Like I was going through withdrawal. 
Now I know the best of I'm I'm talking in between bits and things like that, but it's not a real live podcast. I'm not doing bits or anything like that. I'm just kind of teeing up the next thing and talking about the last bit that I played for about a minute, which is okay, but it's not what I'm I'm used to here. So like this two weeks whew, seems like a month. Jesus Christ. And I hope you guys did enjoy that best of season three. I got messages on it. You know, there's a lot of you out there that really like that. That really like the best of. Even though it was, oh God, it was a bear. It was a bear to make that goddamn thing. It was probably almost 20 hours total of work there for your old buddy. So I'm not going to miss that until I make the best of season four this year. But I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed making it. And I did, I did want to keep it at two hours. But if you think about it, and I said it last week, there was 74 or 75 hours of content in the season. <laughs> that thing could have been seven hours long. So I just, you know, I inflated it a bit to, you know, to three hours. For a three-hour tour, a three-hour tour. But it was a lot of fun. And Happy New Year to everybody out there, and welcome to Season 4. If you can believe that. I was talking to my buddy Tony about that the other night. I said, yeah, I'm like, in season four, I'm going to be doing it. She's like, season four? Like, yeah, I know. I know. I know I get sappy and where the time go and shit like that. It's just it's hard, hard to believe. As we go each week, really. Not just each year, but each week. I'm like, there's another one. Not, not to sound like DJ asshole, but there's another one. <laughs> All right, buckle in, because I got I tell I'm I'm going to tell you right now that the new year has not started so great for your old buddy. All right, <laughs> this is fucking nuts. This is nuts. All right, and and I'm telling you right now, I am like I say it in passing, and I say it kind of joking around that I'm going to patent Rodriguez Law. I think I'm really going to do it, and I'm going to get T-shirts made and the whole nine because I'm going to I'm going to tell you right now. <sighs> You guys have heard some crazy scenarios about Rodriguez Law and like like things that can only happen to me, right? And I think I got the ultimate. The now this is like three separate instances, but it's all for the same thing. And this shit can only happen to me. All right. So on New Year's Eve, I had to go run a few errands. Right, go downstairs. I get into the car. I pray I have you know the press button starter. I go and press the button, and I got fucking nothing. I got nothing, not even a nothing. It didn't even nothing. I go, what the fuck? I'm like, all right, look. When my I sold my dad's car in June of 2022, and that week I dropped a new battery in his car and a new battery in my car. So my battery is only like a year and a half. I'm like, this this is something's wrong here. And then I thought, did I leave something on? But like. I really don't use my interior lights like that. And I'm like, oh, maybe I did. I don't know. Uh, maybe I left something on and, and it just drained the battery and I just got to jump it. Okay. Problem with that is, I'm, you know, I don't have my dad's car sitting there anymore for me to jump it with. Like I needed somebody else. But then I remembered I, I have one of those, you know, jumper packs, but it's not like what you think. It's not like the one that you see at like AutoZone where it's like a, a box. This thing is like the size of a cell phone. It's it's one of those things like it's last ditch effort. You can jump a car with it and then you can like charge phones with it. 
and things like that. Now, I, I hadn't used it in a year and a half, right? So I knew it had to be charged. I take it upstairs, and this thing takes forever to charge. Like, it's twice this, the time of a fucking cell phone to charge this goddamn thing. And it's got four dots. It's almost like bars on your phone. By the time I got to the fourth dot, I might as well just, it could have been tomorrow. Now, the problem with this freaking thing is, if you jump a car one time, maybe you can get two jumps out of it before you drain the whole battery because it, it you know, takes a lot of the juice out of the juice box. Crank this thing up. Right? So I finally get a charge. I go downstairs. Open up the hood. Hook up the little cables. Turn the thing on. All right? I go into, I go into the car. I see the lights turn on and everything. I'm like, all right, cool. We're going to start this thing. I go and press the button and... <laughs> that was it. That was all I got. <laughs> And there's this weird thing, I, and I know you probably know this already, but with like jumper cables, it's like you have to have the most metal from the teeth on the goddamn bolt, and sometimes you got to give it a little, little little jiggle. So I get out of the car, I go up to the thing, I jiggle, go back in. <laughs> Again, that happened five times. And I'm like, am I not going to get this thing started? Like, I mean, is, it, is, it the, is it the pack? What is it? I just did the jiggle like the fifth time, and it finally started up. I'm like, all right, good, now... You got three stops to make. Just leave the car running. Don't turn it off because you got to drive it for a little while so it can hold the charge. You want to at least have that car running for like 20 minutes so that so the battery can like recharge itself up. All right, so I did that. I go three stops, come home, turn off the car, go back upstairs, continued living my life until the next day. I come downstairs, I go to start the car, and it's fucking dead. Not even a crank, nothing. I'm like, that's weird. Like it's not hold. It didn't hold a charge after twenty minutes. I'm like, all right, well, let's charge it up and maybe because I, I did. I, I was actually going further, or I had more driving to do. So I'm like, all right, maybe, you know, maybe I'll get it charged now. So same thing. It took me five times of get, getting in, getting out, getting in, getting out. Get, I'm getting fucking annoyed now. I'm like, God, fucking damn it. So like the fifth time, it fucking starts. I'm thinking, like, does this does the thing got to get warmed up? Like, wh- what? Why is that happening? Neither here nor there. No big deal. All right? Now, I'm going to get Chinese food. I've told you about my hood Chinese restaurant plenty of times on this show. It's in Bridgeport's on 4th Street, which is like their main street. Now, now it's a very tight two-lane street with meter parking on both sides. Now, when you go to pick up food, you don't got to feed the meter, of course. You're only there for two minutes. But you park right there on the street. Now, the problem with that is if you park across the street from the Chinese restaurant like you have to wait until traffic stops coming to get out like if you open up your door and a car is coming it's going to take your door right off and it's right at a traffic light like it's a bad fucking spot it's just a it's a bad spot like for people trying to cross and then you got to cross the street it's always heavily congested not ideal right so i leave the car running i finally get out there's no cars coming which is a rarity on that street because it, like i said it's right at a traffic light so when that that light turns red you got a line of cars like right right next to you so i finally get my food get across the street get into the car i put the car now i have to make a k turn to go back the way i came which is like i might as well have started eating my chinese food there <laughs> because by the time i got clearance on both sides of that street where the light is to make a k-turn you know so finally like there's no cars coming okay there's there's nothing i got plenty of time to make this k-turn 
All right, so I, I put my hand, my left hand on the wheel, and I, t- I crank it all the way to the left. I go to put the car in drive, and the whole goddamn thing shut off. Dead. Dead. Right there. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, how that, I have no idea how that happened. And I'm like, I'm fucked. I'm fucked because I, I look at the thing, and like the charger thing, and it's got two dots on it. And I'm like, that's not, that's not enough. That's not enough juice to... to the jump this thing. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, and even if I wanted to, I could not be in a worse fucking spot. This can only happen to me. You know, like I, because here's the thing. I can't get out and get in, get out, get in, get out, get in. I can't do that because there's cars there. Now I'm pissed off. I'm like, what am I going to do? Do I got to, do I got to call a tow truck? I mean, you know, what am I going to do? So I, I tried. I, I tried to jump this thing, and it was it was the most miserable experience because I must have gotten in and out maybe seven or eight times, and I'm waiting for fucking cars. I'm, I'm it, it was a fucking nightmare. And for all things that I knew, it wasn't going to start the goddamn car anyway. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me, right? So I, I said, I'm going to try this one more fucking time, and I'm going to call an Uber, and I'm going to get the car towed, and all this bullshit that I didn't want to fucking do. This battery should have been holding a charge by now, goddammit. So I'm going, I started the last time I tried it, and I, I got nothing, I got to give up. All right, and out of nowhere, I'm going to shut the, the, the hood down, get back in the car, and I heard, hey, Doc. I went, I looked up. <laughs> I didn't see anybody, I just heard, I, I didn't know if he was a guy just summoning somebody on the street, or was this guy talking to me? I don't know, but I popped my head up, I'm looking around, I didn't see anybody yet. I hear again, hey, Doc. You need help over there? I went, yes, I do. <laughs> and who was it? Who was it? I said this on the show a million times. My favorite fucking demographic of people was the old DOG brother to the rescue. <laughs> you all right there, Doc? You need some help over there? I'm like, yes, I do. And he sees me with the little battery pack. He's like, oh, how the hell did that thing work? I was going to pick one of them things up there. I saw you just uh, jump the car like that. I'm like, well, I'm here. <laughs> and my car ain't jumping. He's like, oh, fuck that. I ain't going to get that shit. I got some cables, though. You want me to bring the car? I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> and he pulls up the car, stops traffic. He fucking stopped everything. This guy was a maverick. Right? <laughs> he fucking stopped. And he had the OG brother, Buick LeSabre. Oh, it was beautiful. He guy, he guy gets out. I'm telling him, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, this thing's not bad in a pinch. I said, you know, but the, here's the problem. I said I was fully charged and I, I jumped my car. I got here to get Chinese food and I got back in the car and just shut off. I just don't have enough juice left. He's like, oh, I probably won't get one of them things. You got to you know, find somebody else to get you jump. <laughs> I'm like, okay, whatever. So he jumps me up and I, I started up again. I'm like, oh, thank God. You know, I'm like, man. I'm like, I, I'm like, do you want money? Like, what, what do you want? I, like, I, I so appreciate you, man. He's like, oh, man, don't worry about that. You don't worry about it. That, this is life. All right, life is happening. <laughs> God bless the OG brother. Right? So I get home. Now, more Rodriguez law to follow. Okay? It's like 10 o'clock. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go out on the balcony. Right? Now, I forgot to make fucking ice again. Okay? So now I go to my little ice machine that I bought that I told you guys about on this show. I fill it up with water. I turn it on, and the whole fucking thing just shorted. 
I'm like, the whole world's against me. I'm like, what the fuck? Now I got to go to 7-Eleven and get ice. The problem with that is I, I, I never recharge the thing. I just got home. I, you know, I never recharged that battery, so I'm not going to be able to charge my car. Now I got to fucking walk to 7-Eleven. God damn it. It's only about a mile away. No big deal. But it was just, it was an inconvenience. Okay. Now I get to the 7-Eleven. All right. <laughs> God, I get to the 7-Eleven, I get the ice, I put it up on the thing. Now, here's the thing, okay? It was it was probably about 35 degrees out when I was, I was walking, okay? Nice little, you know, little brisk chill in the air. Now, you know when you're walking, like, in a chill, and then, you know, normally you would be, like, working up a sweat, but, like, you're not because it's cold, but then when you get in the building, you, you like, you start sweating like a fucking meth head, and I fit right in, and you, <laughs> I walked in. I'm among the walking dead, just like these goddamn meth heads. And that 7-Eleven, you would think the Rolling Stones were playing there. It's packed 24. It's like a Wawa. I just, I, I got no fucking reason why. So I get to the thing. I got like, I, I got four people behind me in line, at least. All right. And I go, I go to the thing. He scans my thing, right? I, I put my debit card in. And the transaction is taking way longer than it normally should. And I'm, I, now I'm sweating like a meth head, mind you. And there's four people. I'm like, I, I, I tell you guys this all the time. I don't want to be the problem. I just want to get my shit and get the fuck out of the way because I know when I'm the fourth guy in line seeing somebody fuddle up with the goddamn terminal, I get pissed off no matter what the problem is, even if it's not the guy's fault. I'm like, fuck you! <laughs> right? So he like after like a minute goes by, he goes, oh, it was declined. I'm like, declined? I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> no that, that's, that's, that's not an MP. That's a YP. There's money on that fucking card you could take out to the bank. All right? I'm like, I'm like, just so I'm not the problem, I'm like, I'll pull out you know, one of my credit cards. Now, when I lost my wallet, if you guys remember, when I lost my wallet, I kept one credit card on and I deactivated another one. Like, I didn't shut it down, but I just paused it so nobody can use it. Right, and I never turned it back on because I never use my credit cards ever. I never use my credit cards. The only time I would is in a situation like this. So I pull out my fuck my first credit card. It was expired. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I'm like, so now I gotta go. I gotta turn the other thing back. I gotta go on the Capital One app and do all this shit. I said, look. I went, I'm like, I, I, I said to the line, I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm like, you guys go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll figure this out. And I, I said to the guy behind the counter, I'm like, I want to try that debit card again, though. When this line goes out, I, we wanna, I want to try that debit card again. So now I'm like back at the other, like the second register, which was not open at the time. I get my cards out. I got my phone out. And I'm trying to figure out how to fucking undo this thing, which I did like a year and a half ago. I can't find it. I can't find it. And meanwhile, out of nowhere, some fucking, your seat, well, I can't even describe this, but these are this is a group of people, all right? It's like a middle-aged white guy, right? He's the the middle-aged white guy that, like, hangs out at places like that, and, like, they talk to every person that comes in, and they're, and they're really trashy. You, ever see? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like, when I was in line, the guy was talking to everybody in the line. He's talking about the Eagles. He's talking about, I'm like, this fucking guy. Right, so I'm sitting there fumbling with my shit, and he comes over. He's like, hey, "You look familiar. Where do I know you from?" 
And I'm like, like I'm gonna know. <laughs> like, why even ask that question? He's like, you look, I, I know you. Where do I know you from? I'm, I don't know. Figure it the fuck out. I, I'm, I'm kind of busy here right now. I'm trying to make friends. He's like, oh, where did you used to work? I'm like, I'm not from around here, guy. I'm like, I don't know you. You don't know me. Shut the fuck up. I didn't say that, but it was, it was a, <laughs> it was a rendition, as such. I, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I, I, honestly, I've only been here for a couple of years. I don't, I don't, I don't live around here. He's like, oh, all right. like he basically shuffled off because he knew. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to fucking do this thing here. I could not find out how to turn this goddamn credit card back on. Finally, the line goes up, and I'm like, guy, I want to try this fucking this debit card again. And I tried it, and it worked. So I had to go through all that. The car won't start. I got to walk to 7-Eleven. I. My shit don't work. I'm, I'm fucking up the line. I can't figure this out. My other card's expired. I'm like, this is only me. Only me. But wait, there's more. Now, it's an office day. And I'm like, do I want to just Uber in? I'm like, if I go down there this morning and the car didn't hold a battery, then it, it, it's, I, I got to believe it's an electrical issue at this point because I when I turned my steering wheel and went to go put the car in drive, that shut the whole car off. I'm like, that's fucking weird. And then I noticed... Like, every now and again, I would put my turn signal on and my radio would shut off. I'm like, oh, fuck. All right, now I'm going to have to, you know, because the guy that I, I, like, I usually get my car inspected from is Jay's cousin, Frankie. And he's down to part-time now. He's, you know, he's getting a little long in a tooth. So he can only, like, January 13th is the earliest he can get me in. And I'm like, okay. So the office day, I'm like, should I Uber? I'm like, if I go down there, I'm like, no, you know what? I can bring the pack with me and charge it at my desk, so I'll... I'll jump it in the morning and then do the same thing right so i jump it in the morning and then i charge it at my desk and i come back out and when i'm done work and i get in the car and it started right up i didn't need a you know a jump or anything i'm like oh cool maybe it finally has its charge you know now when i when i go to work i'm the kind of guy i only eat dinner i don't eat breakfast and lunch and shit like that the only time i eat lunch is when we go to work so it kind of throws my food clock off a little bit. And, you know, so I'm like, all right, I'll just stop at Wawa because I'm, I'm probably, I'll probably get hungry. Like when my food clock was off, I'll probably get hungry like around eight o'clock. Let's get a little shorty or something. So I decide to stop at the Wawa and KOP on the way home, which is right next to now. If, <laughs> if God was a city planner, he, he, he must've been off this day when they designed this because they put a Chick-fil-A right next to a Wawa, the two most busiest fucking businesses like per capita all day. I mean, all day and all night, Chick-fil-A and Wawa's are jumping, right? Like, and you're going to put that next to each other. So when you're in front of the Chick-fil-A and you're going to the drive through that right there is such a fucking shit show because you got people coming from the Wawa side from 202. You got people coming from my side where I'm at and everybody's fighting to get into this goddamn drive-thru. And right on the right-hand side of me, you got all those parking spots, the numbered parking spots for the people to pick up and they want it brought to their car like they can't get up off their ass and go pick up their shit. So it's like they're trying to get out. There's people trying to get in. There's people trying to get past. It's the worst fucking spot like in, in America. All right? Now, I pull up, and I'm, I'm trying to get to Wawa. So, like, as I'm going in, I see there's a line trying to get out on 202, and there's two cars in front of me, and there's a whole line of cars behind me. And I'm like, I'm going to be here for a week. 
All right. Now, since they reconstructed this ch- this Chick Fil A drive through, I real I remembered that there's like an entrance to Wawa all the way at the top, and n- nobody was there. So I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna cut the fuck out of here. You know, I'll just I'll drive up there and get in. Put my hand on the steering wheel, go to make the turn. The whole fucking car shuts off. <laughs> I could not have been in a worse fucking place. I thought the Chinese restaurant was was the, was going to be the worst caper of them all. No, right in the worst fucking spot. The whole car shuts the fuck off. Thankfully, the battery pack was fully charged because the car started right up. So that answered my question of yes, this is an electrical issue. Because there's no fucking reason that my car should have shut off twice, and both times I cranked the wheel to the left. And it happened. All right. Now I get out and I can't even put my hazards on that. That's how dead the fucking car was. So I I get out. I see all these cars around. I'm like, God, fucking only me. Only me. Can this happen to? And thankfully, I only had to run back and forth like an idiot three times. And I finally started back up. The funny thing is, though, is as I'm doing this, all right, the first time and the second time, people are beeping. You can see my hood is open, and you can see me trying to to start the car, okay? It wasn't like I was sitting on my couch, and I said, you know what I feel like doing right now? Let me let me drive down to Chick-fil-A, like between the Chick-fil-A and the Wawa. Let me just go there and fake break down just so I can piss people off. Like, what, what, And what do you want me to do? Pick the car up and just walk it over somewhere else Like, so I'm out of your way? The car's dead. Sitting there beeping. I'm like, yeah, that's, that, keep beeping. That's going to fucking say that, – that'll solve the problem. Fucking idiots. So I finally got started up. But I'm like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, <laughs> the moral of that story is basically like the 7-Eleven. Like, I have to walk to the 7-Eleven. I'm sweating like a meth head. My, my fucking credit card is off. My other credit card's expired. And my debit card, for some reason, got declined on the one-off chance. All right, I'm getting stuck right at that traffic light at the goddamn Chinese place. And, I, and finally, somebody came and saved me. And then I break down in, 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 in that fucking spot. All textbook instances of Rodriguez Law. I, it's whew, unbelievable. So we had our... We had our Spanish Christmas, right? Oh my God, my my my, my brother is just beautiful. <laughs> Remember when I told you guys that story about like I when we were in the car as kids, I paid attention to fucking everything, and he just was in left field. It was like, did you even look out the window ever at all? Or were you just looking on like the ashtray that's off the back seat? Remember when, remember that shit? Remember when cars had ashtrays like right in the middle of the back, like on the back of the seat? <laughs> Your own personal lighter in the back seat too and all that kind of shit. Like now they don't, they don't even put lighters in cars anymore. Couldn't get them even if you wanted to, but I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I'm like, did you even look out the window even once? Because I told you. He he didn't know what ninety five was till he was twenty seven years old. <laughs> I'm like, man, this fucking guy. 
you know, and he's like a beautiful mind with, with, with some shit, you know? Now my, my aunt lives in her zip code is Philly, but it's, it's an area in Philly that is like, it's borderline Huntington Valley. If you know where like St. Albert, the great Church is, like on, uh, I think that's Welsh road, kind of by like Welsh and pine road, like right around there. Like that's, and they're nice fucking houses, man. They're really nice houses. And my, my aunt's house is right on the corner of two streets. And so she's like at the, at, you know, her house takes up like the, the both sides of the street, if, if you will. And there's a huge, huge retaining wall that goes like all the way down the sidewalk. It's like iconic. You, you can't, you cannot miss this fucking house. And we've been there for the last 40, for me, for the last 45 fucking years at Christmas. Okay. You guys remember, I, t- I said my brother one time when my dad moved, he would drive to his old apartment, pass his new apartment to his old apartment because he knows how to get to that apartment from that apartment. Like that's how his brain works. All right. Now, the Eagles were playing on Christmas Day. My aunt, everybody in there are all diehard Eagles fans. They're like worried about like, then I'm like, first of all, they're playing the Giants. Who gives a shit? (laughs) I'm like, it's not a playoff game. I'm like, all right, whatever, because we usually eat dinner at four o'clock. So my aunt texts, she's like, well, the Eagles game, like, you know, blah, 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 just get here at 3.30, we'll have dinner at 3.30. I'm like, okay. (laughs) So I get there at 3.30, right, and we're all sitting there, hey, you know, right, and and my brother is nowhere to be found, like, he's late, right, it's it's like 20 minutes, I'm like, what, did he get lost? I'm like, or did he he drive to fucking Ben Salem, because he knows how to get here from Ben Salem and nowhere else, (laughs) you know, I'm like, well, wondering what the hell's going on, and he uses the GPS. <laughs> every time to go like oh my god you know right so here's here so here's what he did he comes in right he comes, he's fucking late as shit it's like four o'clock and he comes in he's like yeah i, you know, I went i went to the wrong house you went to the wrong house <laughs> i'm like first of all we've we've been coming here every year sometimes twice a year for over 40 years and second of all, there's an iconic retaining wall right out fucking front that you cannot miss. And you had a GPS and you went to the wrong house. He didn't just go to the wrong house. He went in the wrong fucking house. And he, he's, he's sitting there telling us the story. He's like, yeah, I thought that was one of Uncle Danny's brothers. And I thought, you know, I'm like, oh, he's, it's weird that he's here. What's going on? And he's saying hi to people. Are you still... <laughs> And they came up and said, guy, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm like, you didn't notice. My aunt has a piano, okay? It's the first fucking thing you see when you walk into place. There's a fucking piano up against a mirrored wall. I'm like, what was the first clue that you were in the wrong house? I'm like, you didn't see a piano? You didn't think, oh, maybe I'm in the wrong place? You see all these people that aren't us? And, and then finally it kicked in, like, oh, okay, I guess I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> I mean, dude, are you fucking kidding me right now? Did that seriously happen? Oh, God, that was fucking, oh, it was so fucking funny, man. <laughs> like, how the fuck? You know, just the fact that you've used the GPS to get there is just golden to me. It's, you know, he lives, my my brother lives on the boulevard. Like if it's, if, if, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. It, it's just, 
man, it's just too funny. It is too goddamn funny. <whistles> he he was talking about this. He he, he always sends me text messages on, on on Sunday about how he's doing with his, with his little parlay. He does this these these bets, right? And I listen. I had a very very short stint in my life where I bet football games. I, and this was before betting was legal. I did it with a bookie and shit like that, right? And the one thing I can tell you, all right, there's there are, there are people out there that play parlays every single week. Now, if you don't know what a parlay is, you're basically taking like more than two bets. And if you like, so say you do a four team parlay, if you've ever heard that term, you're basically betting on four different games. Like, all right, I'm going to bet the Eagles in the over. I'm going to bet the Giants. With the points, I'm going to, you know, and if you hit all four, you get significantly more money than you would for like a regular bet. The only problem is, is hitting all four of those bets because most people do four teamers. And the recurring theme to people who play parlays, and this is why I stopped doing it. Do you know how hard it is to fucking, to get all four of them to hit? And week in and week out, these people. Oh, I, you know, I, I was going to hit a seventy-two hundred dollar parlay, but you know, but the Rams were three points short. It's always one leg of the parlay that doesn't work. I'm like, you don't see a pattern here. <laughs> and they do it every single week. I'll tell you what, that guy Lunchbox, that that, that the fucking guy that drove me to work when I didn't have my license. He was a he was a fucking degenerate. That guy was. And he would tell me every Monday I'd get in the car and he would tell me the same the same story. Oh, you know if if. if if they only kicked that field goal, I, I would have won ten thousand dollars. Yeah, but he didn't, and you didn't, so you lost a hunch. And this guy would come up with dumb shit. Like I, I'm like, like the one time we were going in, he's like, "Oh, you're ready for my parlay this weekend? I'm doing an all Minnesota parlay." I'm like, "Okay, I'm betting the Vikings, and I'm betting the Minnesota Gold Gophers, and I'm betting the fucking ladies gymnastics team." And I'm, you do that. <laughs> Knock yourself out. I'll see you on Monday when you say, oh, if that gymnast only did one more flip, I'd, I'd, I'd win a million dollars. But she didn't, and you didn't. Parlay your fucking sister. I'm up against a break. <sighs> so, so far in season four, I've changed the open there a little bit. You know, doing a little, a little previously on the C-Rod podcast. They saw that, and I think that's just going to be a staple now. Got something new coming up right for you now. And then our regular segments of the week and a whole lot more. Like I said, I'm starting to think more along the lines of like different things that I can do every now and again, but that's for me to figure out, not you. All you have to do is worry about keeping it locked right here on the C-Rod Podcast. Back after this. Hey guys, we made it to season four, and I am not going away anytime soon. You know who else isn't going away? My buddy Chris Jackson, C. Jackson Contractors. I am not going to shut up about this kid. He gets better by the day. I look on his website almost on a weekly basis, and I look on his social media, and the kid blows my mind. I can't get over the talent. If you're looking for a high-end luxury project, this is the kid you have to call. The Cadillac of contractors, like I call them all the time. Whether it be general custom carpentry, handmade tables and benches, we know the thing, you know the thing. We've heard previous commercials here, I don't have to sit here and gloat about the guy. He's the best there is, and he's the best there is for a reason. 
Take them one call, build it right the first time, and it'll last a lifetime. Call my buddy Chris, the Cadillac of Contractors, cjacksoncontractors.com. Call Chris today. Tell him I sent you. All right, welcome back to the C-Rod Podcast. I figured since Rod Stewart made his debut on this show coming in this week, that I'd do a little double shot because that's the last time that Rod Stewart's ever going to sniff the show. <laughs> it's nothing against uh, old Rod, but, you know, he, I could take or leave him. He had a couple good songs. I was, Of course, I was more... 80s Rod Stewart than I was 70s Rod Stewart. I I still don't understand at all how this guy was a sex symbol. <laughs> you remember in the 70s, man, he was wearing all the, the freaking tight clothes. He had that freaking UK British mullet. It wasn't like the American mullet. It was like it's still like you know business up front, and a party in the back. But he had more shit going on. There was a lot more to, to unpack on that mullet. And he, he had like a giant cocoa puff on his fucking cheek. <laughs> Why this guy was a sex man. He had, and I've brought this up on the show before. But like, I, I'll never understand this. Like I got out of, like when I, was, when I was in bands and stuff like that, I ended up getting out of the business only because like it ran its course for me. Like I got, I just got tired of playing other people's shit. I, you know, I just couldn't do it anymore. It was like, it was becoming a job. And it wasn't fun anymore. Right? But that was like, we got to pick whoever the fuck we wanted to play. Whatever artist, whatever band, we picked it. But when you, when you, it's when the people do the tribute thing. I just do not understand. I do not understand it at all. And these people, like, <laughs> it's like, what, were you like a failed method actor? <laughs> is, is that what this is about? Meaning, like, you know, because they do. they Like, they get into character. It's fucking crazy. And I, I, I told you guys, I think, on this show before about the one. They, they were the U2 tribute band, Unforgettable Fire. And they're from, they're from like, South Philly. And and they would play, like, a show. And, I, I, you know, again, I'll never understand how they get the guy who looks like the guy to actually learn the instrument. But, like, you know, Bono, The Edge, all of them, they all looked exactly alike. And, like, when they come off the stage and they talk to people, like, they're still in character. It's like, you're not, lose the Irish accent there, Bono. You live at Ethan Snyder. <laughs> okay? Like, fucking, shut up. Oh, God. It's it's sad. But there was the one guy that, that was Sir Rod. It, it, this is for the people who are, like, in the, you know, southeastern Pennsylvania, Jersey area. It was Sir Rod, and I, I'll never forget it. The one time I went, I think it was, it's not called Sweeney's anymore, but it was the old Sweeney's, you know, kind of catty corner across the street from Whiskey Tango. And I'll never forget, we, we used to play there, like a couple bands I, I played in we used to play there, and there was this sound guy. His name was Christian, ironically enough. And I, I think the guy was a fucking junkie. <laughs> 
<laughs> he would sit behind that soundboard and I would like look at him like I glance over at him while I'm on stage and he'd be like dipping <laughs> like what the fuck are you doing but the sound was always good at Sweeties. I never had an issue with the sound anyway so so Sir Rod's fucking playing there right and he's kicking soccer balls off the stage like fucking Rod Stewart used to do I'm like wait a minute what, <laughs> what the fuck is this and then he comes on the fucking thing with the towel, like just like Rod Stewart used to have, he's talking in a British accent. I'm like, what a fucking loser! <laughs> what a fucking loser, man! And and I, ironically enough, that Young Turk song that I just came in on another Grand Theft Auto game, but this was San Andreas. The, the, I'll tell you what, the music was never as good as it was on Grand Theft Auto Vice City. I've, I've covered that plenty of times. But it's the truth. There's, <laughs> I mean, they would have a couple good songs in, like, the other games, so this game was this game. This song was in, in that one. But anyway, did you ever see people post shit on Facebook or, like, Instagram, and, and they show their age with the way that they post? <laughs> There's this one lady, I think it's got to be a lady, but there's this one lady, right, and she's got a page, because I follow a lot of those, like, recipe pages, where, if like, if I see you and it's like, suggested for me, and I see, like, you know, four or five posts in a row, and it's it's actually good shit, I'll, I'll start following you. Because, you know, the more outlets you get for that, the more ideas you can get. So there's this one called, it's on Facebook, it's called Easy Dinner Recipes. Wow, how original. <laughs> And she posts good shit. And now, when I first started following, a couple months ago, I started following her. And it's funny because, like, she would put in the beginning of the post, every single time before she posted it, she would go in capital letters, don't lose this recipe, don't lose it. I'm like, don't worry. It's not like it's on a piece of paper. Or you wrote it on a napkin, then it ended up in my pocket, and I forgot about it, and it went in the washing machine. Like, whoops, where did the recipe go? No, it's in the cloud. If I want to see the goddamn thing, all I got to do is go to Easy Dinner Recipes page and scroll down to the fucking post I want to find. Don't worry, I'm not going to lose it. <laughs> I mean, there's no way she's under 65 to post something like that. Now, typically what she'll do is she'll post what the thing is, and she'll post a picture of it, then she'll put the recipe in the comments. Right, so now I guess somebody told her, like, yeah, you don't have to put "Don't lose this." <laughs> I guess maybe your granddaughter came in and said, "Look, like, man, <laughs> you don't gotta do that. It's not getting lost. Don't worry about it." So what she started doing on the thing was at the bottom of the post, so she would share like what it was, and at the bottom it says, "You must express something to continue getting my recipes." Express um. No, in the fuck I don't. Thank you very much. <laughs> like, you don't realize, like, she says it every single time. And it's like, uh, yeah, well, we just scroll past it and we see your next recipe. So we're not expressing anything. So obviously that plan didn't work. The only way that plan would work is if you blocked every single person that followed you that didn't leave a like or a comment, which I know you don't know how to do. At age 74, or wherever the fuck you are. What else did she do? She's <laughs> you must express something. 
like you must you gotta express yourself like anybody under the age of 65 is gonna put like like or comment if you want to keep getting my recipes or I'm gonna fucking block you now don't lose the recipe and you gotta express yourself if you want to keep getting my <laughs> okay Now that it's New Year, I told you guys when I was getting my hair cut the other week, we were having mimosas because, like, it's all we do is drink. <laughs> and I said, like, the mimosa tasted weird. I'm like, it was my first mimosa and my last one. And I'm like, it just tasted weird. But the thing was, it was like when I got in there, like, when I got in and she asked me if I wanted a mimosa, I said, yeah, sure. And she and she's like don't worry i i know how to pour it for you which meant she filled the glass with champagne and put like a, a dip and dot of fucking orange juice in the goddamn thing and it made me think like what, what's with the everybody knows how to pour shit for me one time we were at work <laughs> oh we were at work and a friend of mine's manager got him a bottle of jim beam for his birthday or Christmas or, or whatever the fuck it was. It was, you know, a bottle of it, right? And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, man, that fucking bottle is just staring a hole in me, right? So so we, <laughs> we cracked it open, and he, he went he goes in and gets cups, little cups from the kitchen, and we were doing, like, Jim Beam and Cokes, right? And he's like, don't worry, man. I know how to pour it for you. I'm like, what the fuck? What is this? <laughs> You know, pour it for me. You put in like an ounce of Coke and six ounces of Jim Beam. We were, first of all, the bottle was gone. But <laughs> by the end of the day, we were fucking cooked. <laughs> we were fucking cooked. Oh, it was so fucking funny. It was so funny. But I, I never understood that. Like the fucking, I know how to pour it for you. Don't worry. Like, oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> But in, on New Year's Eve, you know, the champagne is like the star of the show. At, at midnight, everybody pops the bubbly. All right, I understand. Whatever. Like I said before, I don't understand why we, we don't say yay on February 23rd. We only do it on the New Year. But either way. I, one time, Oh, God. One time I was at a New Year's party like <laughs> 20 years ago. It had to be. It was in Parkwood. If anybody who who is from Parkwood or you know knows Parkwood, where the Parkwood Field is, like up by Janad Playground, like it's off of um, uh, it's, it's Dunks Ferry Road, and there's like that little hall, like I guess for like the sports events and shit like that. Well, it was there. It was at that place, and I was there with my girlfriend at the time, and you know everybody who from Parkwood was there, right? So it was like it was a whole array of people. So one of our friend's grandfathers, I think they called him Pop, real original, and he was a weird, he looked like a pirate. <laughs> Fucking guy looked like a pirate. He actually sounded like one, too, I think. <laughs> he walked around, you know, and I, I remember it was like quarter of 12, and we were getting like, we were getting some bottles ready to pop at like midnight. So we were taking off like the foil shit that you got to get off, like just so we can have the cork ready. You just pop it right the fuck off, right? So. <laughs> I was going to get ours. I was going to pop ours, like, you know, get it to the point where I raise the cork just enough that you just got to fling it off with your thumb, you know, like a, right. And, uh, so I'm doing it. And I, and I, the way I had it lined up, uh, it was right beneath me. And the old guy's like, get down, fuck. You're, you're, you're going to fucking poke your eye out with that goddamn thing. What the fuck? 
Don't let it relax there, guy. <laughs> you know? He, he was, like, really putting on a fucking scene about it. And I'm like, okay, guys, relax. No sooner than, like, five seconds later, I'm, like, I'm wiggling this goddamn thing. And fucking, I, I lined it up perfectly <laughs> with my left eye. And right into my fucking eye. And Michael tried to look when he was in ready. He was looking to see if it was lined up properly with his ass. And he turned around and, and, and a potato blasted him right in the fucking eyes. Now, uh, upon impact, <laughs> I thought I was going to be looking on the floor for my fucking eyeball. Because it, it, it was a shock. I mean, not that it, you know, the guy told me, warned me five seconds prior. But like it, you, you can't, even though if you know it's coming, you can't prepare yourself for this. Now, seconds later, it was, just, you know, it was, more, it was a, the, the, the bark was worse than the bite, I guess you would say. Like, you know, after like, like two seconds after the shock went away, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. But when I did it, he's like, I fucking told you. I fucking told you, you dumb fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> God damn, dude. <sighs> Calm down. <laughs> You're going to have a fucking. <sighs> but anyway, back to champagne itself. I, I I can't name a time that I actually had champagne. Like, is, is champagne really that good? Is really the, the, like the, the crux of this whole thing? I, I don't think it, something's off about champagne. I don't know what it is, and I, and I cannot recall outside of like one time when like my dad let me have some when I was like fourteen. Think the champagne tastes good at all? It, it, like, man, maybe it's me because I'm not like I don't, I'm I'm not a sweets guy, you know. And it's like really sweet and it just tastes weird. But then like it seems like the carbonation is strange in champagne too. It's it, the whole thing, the whole concoction is just off. I'm not I think champagne is very overrated. What I'm trying to say. Anybody else feel that way? Like I'm not, I'm not really a big champagne. Like it's like, ooh, ooh, champagne. No, I'm fucking no, I'll give a shit. Give me my fucking scotch. Give me my gasoline. I'll do that at twelve o'clock. Instead of popping the cork, I'll just twist the lid off. And there we go. Champagne's gross. I told you guys I'm watching Entourage, right? <laughs> what? What a great fucking show. What a great show it, it really is. And every time I watch it, I say the same thing. I'm like, this show is just, I don't, even, I don't want to say it's underrated because when it was on, it was it was like, that show was the tits when it was on. And I, here's the other thing about Entourage. It, that show was so big when it was out, okay, that it met, like, if you were, if you were a celebrity, that show measured your fame. Like, that show let you know exactly where you were in the pecking order of celebrities. All right? And and the criteria is as follows. If you're in Entourage and you're, and you're playing yourself, you were famous. <laughs> or famous enough, I should say, that, like, you can't play a role. Like, like Tom Brady in Entourage is not going to be another role. He's going to be Tom Brady. You know, even though he he was the executive producer of the show, Mark Wahlberg was Mark Wahlberg when he was on there. Mandy Moore was Mandy Moore. She was a big star back then. Seth Green was on it. You know, like like shit like that. 
because that was in the height of you know Austin Powers fame when he was Scott Evil. How about no, Scott? Okay. But then you had people who were like you, you. You're not good enough. <laughs> you actually have to play a role on Entourage. Like if you remember that guy Phil Yagoda, like he that guy's in a lot of different fucking movies, but he he was Phil Yagoda on Entourage. He wasn't good enough to, to be himself. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. And I and I did confirm something else. The turtle did not have a character arc like I thought he did. I was like, did I like I like end up liking him by the end? I'm like, no, I didn't. He was just such a fucking fat, lazy piece of shit, fucking mooch pothead. That's all he was. Even when he got rich. Like any time that anything happened for him where it required like, you know, him making money or working, it, everything fell right in his lap. He never worked to do anything. And all he did was mooch off of fucking Vince. And like he would say shit like in the show, like, like, you know, there was, as you, if you remember, there were times in the show where Vince was struggling, like, you know, he couldn't find a job. You couldn't get a movie and shit like that. And Turtle's sitting there saying like, dude, you better get a movie, man. We got to get some money. We... <laughs> What you little fat piece of shit? And like I said, with the you know with the backwards hat and the fucking talking like you know, like he's a rapper all the goddamn time. All he did was eat, sleep, shit, and smoke pot and fuck bitches. That's all he did. And the reason why he could fuck bitches because he was he, he would use Vince's name all the time, saying he's his manager when he's not his fucking manager. That guy was a piece of shit, man. And and even when he did get money, like when he you know the, the tequila thing. It was like he did so many things he was not supposed to do. It was like the the, the guy who who created that tequila is like, yo, stop fucking talking business when I'm not around about my fucking tequila there, guy. Turtles going to like Mark Cuban and Ryan Howard and fucking Mark Teixeira and A-Rod and, and, and all these fucking people. It's not your business to fucking do. Then he did the limousine, like the hot girls driving a limousine. He called it Lim Hose. He was just a fucking turd. Turtle. <laughs> Turtle. <laughs> you fucking dickhead. But I, so uh, about a week or so ago, well, it, it was the week of Christmas. I was, I do what I normally do. I was watching Christmas Vacation, right? And being that I'm watching Entourage as well, it got me to thinking. Now, I don't know, man. Does like my, does, is my brain the only brain that goes here? <laughs> when it comes to this or does anybody else think this way but in entourage and christmas vacation is beverly d'angelo and I, I i will cite two more examples well one i already did and it was draymond green remember i was saying about draymond green's mouth i was like what the fuck is it that guy's mouth is fucking humongous like and like the way that he talks and like the it, it, Google Draymond Green and look at his mouth, but like try to get a video of him like talking and just like it's, it's I started thinking about people's mouths are weird. <laughs> Beverly D'Angelo has the fucking weirdest mouth in Hollywood. I, I swear to God, if you look at it, okay, because it's almost like she's got like a like a small mouth. Right, but then she's got like the buck teeth, like her her mouth. She looks like a fucking a halibut, <laughs> or like a fucking or like a grouper fish. Like her mouth looks like it should have a hook in it. <laughs> 
because she's got the small mouth, right? So the buck teeth make the, the, the top lip protrude out. And then you got like the bottom lip. Like, if you've ever seen a fish out of water and, and like the way that their gill goes, with, like their mouth goes, like it goes opens and closes. It, dude, it's so fucking weird. Like when she talks, she looks like she's laboring. Like, it, does anybody else see this? It, it's just the weirdest thing. And then when she gets mad, oh my god! Like, oh, when she, she would have arguments with Ari and shit like that. Like her mouth was doing all kind of goddamn. It looked like a fucking, looked like an alpaca. <laughs> she's going around. There. Oh, oh god it's gross and so, and, and then, oh god and she was in american history x which is a top five movie of mine and you know she played edward norton's mother and there's that one famous scene where it was the dinner scene where edward norton you know stuffed the roast beef in his sister's mouth and you know lit up the jewish guy before he kicked him out of his house and she's like i'm ashamed that you came out of my body and her fucking mouth was like whoa dude it looked like britney spears's vagina <laughs> it does it does resemble Britney Spears' hoo-ha. I can hear hoo-ha how about that hey now the next one is just and I didn't notice this until I see because I, I don't know why they're doing this but every time I see a post about her on Facebook it's always the same type of picture and it's fucking Taylor Swift Every single post I see that like says anything about her now, it's a picture of her in the Chiefs suite watching her fake boyfriend play football and it's her like screaming or like cheering or doing something so like her mouth is like wide open. Have you seen this like on, on Facebook? And her when she does that, <laughs> her mouth automatically and now this, I, I think this has a lot to do with her experience. You figure for every song that she put out was was a dick that was in her. <laughs> so, like, she's had a lot of dicks, okay? 37. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks. In a row? But now when I see that picture, it's, it's, a, it's not the same picture, but it's a similar picture every single time. Her mouth is automatically in the blowy position. <laughs> I really noticed that the one time when I told you I was so fucking mad, like the first touchdown that she ever saw him score, she goes, that's fucking gay. When she was saying that, I was like, dude, you can slide one right in there. <laughs> it is like, it's, it's like as soon as she opens her mouth, it goes in a blowjob position. Look out for it now. It's much like I said the other time, like, you know, like you don't, your brain doesn't look for shit unless you start to like try to notice it. Now, like, look at look at her the next time that, that she's screaming something at a Chiefs game, or the next time you see that picture, you can't see a glizzy sliding right into that fucking thing. <laughs> Bad news out of Big Pharma. <laughs> there are certain things, okay, that there's no shortcut to in life. Like, there's no get-rich-quick schemes, right? Like, every pyramid scheme is, is going to end up exactly what it is. Once you get to the top of the pyramid, like, just it's, it's over because <laughs> it's fake. All right, but what's the new craze right now? Oh, 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 Zampic! You know! 
where did they come up with that name? It, it was almost like, well, we have to come out with a commercial with the song, like, oh, 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 it's magic. Look how you're losing this weight and you ain't doing shit but taking a pill. So just a fucking, you know, it's got to, it's got to start with oh, 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 and something ick. We'll just put anything. We'll just put zimp. We'll put that in. Oh, zempic. No, man, but just people committing suicide and shit. Suicidal thoughts is like one of the main side effects. Now, there's a lot of people out there that are taking it and it's working. And I'll tell you what, man, you got yourself a unicorn because there's like there. No matter what you do, like at the end of the day, it's it's calories and exercise. Like diet and exercise is what's going to make you maintain or lose weight. Now, I mean, I'm not one to talk because, you know, once I turn 40, I'm, I'm now shaped like my father. But but I, 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 don't, I don't trust those things, man. I don't trust that shit. And if, you, if, if you're taking it and it's working for you, then okay. But, I mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. Just the list of side effects, I'm, I'm, I'm cool off of that. You know, I got to go, no, 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 Zampic for me. Oh, God. Godspeed to you are if you are taking it, though. <laughs> and, and if it's working for you, man, that's that's awesome. Like I said, I'm just scared of it. But that's actually a perfect segue right in here. I think I did find a get-rich-quick scheme. <laughs> and, I, and I will always share it with you guys. If you guys remember me, all right, I, it, it, God, this was early on in the show when I was talking about Stephanie Matto from 90 Day Fiance selling her farts. And I shared a get-rich-quick scheme with you guys. I said, look, I'm going to start a website, and I'm going to say, like, you know, if, if you tell me tell me your celebrity crush, and I will get you the fart. Of course, it's going to be my fart. But the, but the people who are getting the fart, what do you think? They, <laughs> their nose can identify. <laughs> wait, wait, that's not Stephanie Matter. That's a dude's fart. <laughs> no, it, it wouldn't be. And here's the reason why. Because she stopped selling her farts because she, she almost had a heart attack from eating all those gaseous foods to produce those farts. In turn, ipso facto, her fucking farts are going to smell like guy farts, no? I got to believe. <laughs> you know? I'm just farting in the goddamn thing. The guy's like, wait, wait, that's not Stephanie's fart. <laughs> the fuck out of here. So, you know, that's still on the table. If you if you guys want to do that, you can knock yourself out. But my my new get rich quick scheme, I looked into it, but I'm I I wasn't quite quite prepared to pay a monthly fee for it yet. But now you can create an AI person. Like not in the flesh, of course. Like a digital one. And they look like real people. Like they look like real fucking people. And I, it got me to thinking. I'm like, okay. And, and, you know, of course you can make them do things, you know, whatever. It's almost like the Sims. Like, this is the, this is the world we live in. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> you make an AI chick and you make a fucking smoke bomb. You make a complete smoke show. And you create an OnlyFans. Yeah. Now... I'm not trademarking it. I'm not patenting it. If you want to do it, do it, okay? And if it works, you got to teach me how to do it. Deal? <laughs> I give you the idea. You teach me how to do it. If it's successful, everybody wins. All right? Because there's, like I said, there are people, I see it on Instagram Reels all the time. There's certain people that are on OnlyFans, and it's like, dude, you, 
it, guys too that are not attractive people at all. He's like, oh, how much did you make on your OnlyFans? Well, I make about $70,000 a month. $70,000 a month? And they're not celebrities. There's no nothing. And, you know, they're not doing anything provocative or, like, sex. Like, remember I told you, Bud Bubby. Catch me outside. How about that? Bud Bubby never fucking took her goddamn shirt off or 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 did any any racy or provocative or sexual things that not at all and she got 60 million dollars you're trying to tell me that somebody's uh, 60 million dollars is going to bud bubby for her to just sit there on a goddamn page when i can create an ai girl cream pie in her <laughs> and that ain't gonna make money think about it if anybody does it Please let me know. Two quick things about tumblers. When is water really that like hard to drink or is it like that disgusting to people where they just can't drink it? I remember my dad, man, like my dad drank a lot of fucking water. Okay. But the thing was, he never drank it as water. He always had like those flavor pack things, like, you know, like the flavor of your water. He always had like grape water and cherry water and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, is water that bad? Because for me, like, I think I told you guys before, like, I used to drink water at room temperature. Like, I only wanted it at room temperature, but now it has to be ice fucking cold. I, I For what reason? I don't know. But when I, when I drink an ice-cold fucking bottle of water, that's like a popsicle to me. I'm like, it's fucking... I won't say it's delicious because there's just no taste at all. It's like Al Bundy said. It's, you know, water's nature's fruit drink. <laughs> right? But it's like, is it really like that, like that much of a turnoff? My godmother, who's also my cousin, like her kids... They're all, they're grown and they, and they brought like my aunt, they, they bought her this tumbler. All right. And you unscrew the lid and you put like these little pods in and the pods have like a scent because like your, like your, your taste buds, of course, are going to pick up the taste, but also your nose can be fooled. Like you, like your nose can fool your mouth into what it's actually doing. Right. So you, so you're drinking plain water. All right, but the pod is like right it's like right underneath the cap, so it goes kind of like up near your nose when you're drinking it. So if you put like a grape pod in there and you're drinking plain water, it tastes like grape water. So I'm like, man, man, are we really going through lengths to, to avoid the actual taste of water, which is no taste at all. I I just don't get it. And the other thing, did you I'm sure you've seen this. At fucking Target. What 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 are we doing these days? There apparently there is this pink tumbler at that Target that everybody's got to have. I think it's called like the pink Stanley Cup or some shit. And everybody apparently is fighting over them like they're Popeye's chicken sandwiches. I mean, come on. And, and he, did I read this right? That a guy like stabbed a woman? A guy. 
or beat up a woman or did something. It was a guy did something fucked up to a woman, like because it was the last one they were fighting over it. I don't know if he gave her a fucking suplex or fucking whatever he did. He did something. Like this is where we're at in 2024. We're fucking. We're we are we're fighting over pink sippy cups. In this day and age, what the fuck is this world coming to? You fucking kidding me right now? I didn't say this when I came out of the break. I did this last, you know, half hour, whatever it was, and it's not the first time it's happened to me. But I mix it, master. I, I talk it, put the drops in, mix it, master it, and then when I was going to export it, somehow the the plug that plugs the thing in just knocked the whole thing off. So it erased an entire half hour, and I had to go do the whole thing over again. I, I, it, and for those of you who got oh, well, a lot sucks, you just had to do it over again. Let me just tell you, okay, right now it is seven fifty one. It's usually posted by now. Or published, I should say. I ended it the first time. Like, before it got erased, it was like 5.30. So now I got to do... <laughs> so now I got to do this thing. It's going to take me another two hours. So, again, sorry to my Sunday Crusaders. But it's time for the Get Off My Lawn segment for the week. So here it is. What the hell is this? Get up. Get off my lawn. I've always said about this generation, they don't care. They don't care about anything. They are the, it, it's really not that serious generation. Like I've said that before. And they have no regard for anything. They have no regard for people's property. They have no regard for law and order. They have no regard for human life, quite frankly. And this, if you're a parent, it, 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 this should hit you harder. But I, it, when I saw the video, I was like, you know, no fucking way, man. Like, no fucking way. So this 16-year-old kid trying to be a hot shot. I forget what kind of car he had, but it was like, it was it was Lamborghini-like. Let's just put it that way. It was a, it, you know, it was a high-end car. Probably his daddy's. I don't know. And he's on a first date with a girl. So I guess he needed to, you know, show how fucking cool he is. And he, he, you know, he topped the car out. Okay. Officer pulls him over doing like 160 miles an hour. 160. If you have any idea how fast that is. Like if, <laughs> you know, when I'm on the turnpike and I always tell you guys, like, if you're in the hammer lane, think 90. That is actually the truth. But sometimes when there's like when it's wide open and I'm on the turnpike and I hit a hundred, I'm like I'm fucking cooking. All right, add sixty miles an hour onto that, and it wasn't like he was on a highway. Right, so the cop pulls him over, and you see the whole conversation, and the, you know the cop's like, "Look, man, he's like, one hundred and sixty miles an hour, you're gonna fucking die if you hit something, you know." And, you know, I guess somehow found out it was a first date. He was like, you want to, you know, like, what what are you trying to do? Like, he was basically trying to smack some sense into the kid. Like, what the fuck were you thinking doing 160 in a residential area? And in his mind, oh, it's my first date. I got to impress this girl. I'm a hot shot. It's really not that serious. I forget if the guy wrote him a ticket or not. He obviously didn't because he let the kid go whether he gave him a ticket or not, because that's a full-blown fucking license suspension right there. You get caught doing 160 miles an hour, you're going to lose your license for like a year, at least. 
but somehow the, the cop let him go. Now, I'll say this more in a minute. So about, and I guess about uh, 20 minutes later, same officer has to go to an accident scene. And he goes to an accident scene, and the kid was doing 160 again, and like the cop said, he fucking he hit something and killed both of them. And when you saw the car, I think what ended up happening was he hit something and then like it was thrown to like a parked like tractor trailer went like right underneath it. If you would have saw the car, like you didn't see the kids, obviously, but they, they had to be fucking maimed. Like the, the, the car was just like fucking nobody would live through through that, especially at 160. But now it's like the cop has to live with that. You know, he's basically I mean, now, listen, should he let him go? No. I would have I would have stopped that right there, but it's, it's easy for me to say when I'm not in a situation. I get that, but now that cop's like, you know, I, I try to tell this kid like, yo, do the right thing. I'm gonna let you go. Like you really fucked up, and no sooner than 20 minutes later, he killed he killed him and his date. Now think about the parents. Think about the girl's parents. Fuck the kid. All because he wanted to show off and fucking... There's many, 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 many different ways to show off there, gay. And now what? Now what? You're wearing a fucking toe tag. For what? It just... It really pisses me off that they have no regard for... Like, you know, like I said, people will... In that age group, they're shooting each other for nothing these days. And then, and then the whole thing with the... With the, with the takeovers with people doing donuts like the, the more that gets into my algorithm the more these fucking people you're so stupid like they're volunteering like oh please please hit me hit me and they get hit and they get sent 72 feet in the fucking air <laughs> i mean you'd be paralyzed for life like that's that's what it is that's exactly what i'm saying these people do not think of consequences they don't think things through they want to do the big thing they want to, you know, they want to like do the holy shit thing because, like I said last week or two weeks ago, everything is about getting likes and, and being liked online and, and having this image. So they do the stupid nonsensical thing and don't even think what the consequences will be. It's fucking crazy. Now, in this particular instance, two kids died. Was it worth it? A, yes. B, no. It's time for what an asshole. What an asshole! Now this ass, this week's asshole is not. It's it's a it's a type of person. It's not an actual person, but it was um triggered by a person because I was watching uh, Vice TV. If you guys know, I think I'm not sure if they have it on Xfinity and FiOS, but on FiOS there's a channel called Vice, and it's really cool. It's it's like they do the dark side of shit. Like, they do that dark side of the ring, and they'll do, like, episodes of, like, wrestlers who did fucked up shit like Chris Benoit, you know, and, and stuff like that. And they're really good. And they got this one called The Dark Side of Comedy. And, like, any comedians who had demons and things like that, they'll, they'll typically do, like, an hour sort of a doc show on there. And there was one about Carlos Mencia. Now, everybody knows Carlos Mencia. I mean, if you know, you know. He was at the comedy store, and I, I said this on the show before, and Joe Rogan confronted him at the comedy store and, he, and while he was on stage. And, and Rogan's like, you're a fucking joke thief, dude. 
Like, you are a fucking joke thief. Because here's the thing, and I'm going to play you an example of somebody else. I'm not going to play this Mencia one because it would be too much for me to find. And like I said, me having to do that segment over again, like I'm kind of pressed for time here. But he almost verbatim stole a joke from Bill Cosby. Verbatim. And he's done it to a lot. I mean, when I say a lot, that wasn't the only joke he stole. That was like the most famous joke he stole. Typically what he would do is he would sit in like swanky comedy clubs and just and, and watch the comedian and saw what bits worked, and he would take them. All right, now it's one thing to to it's one thing to see. Here's the thing: there are what are known as stock jokes. All right, now stock jokes are basically just subjective. It's like you you pick a subject and you and you put your own spin on it. An example would be like Joe Biden. Okay, I've seen so many different comedians do bits on Joe Biden, and they were all great, but they were all their own joke. But it was you know it was about the same subject. Okay, but that's a stock joke. You could take stock jokes about divorce, or you could take stock jokes about, you know, whatever the subject is, okay? It's one thing to talk about the same subject as people and tell the joke your way. When you steal the joke verbatim, you're a fucking asshole, okay? And I'm glad that Joe Rogan did, did what he did to him, and I'm also glad that it, it, it ruined his career, because it should have. And there's so many people out here these days... You know, like Dane Cook's not around no more, but he's a known joke thief. Amy Schumer is a known joke thief. I've talked about them before. Now, here is the example that I want to play for you. I was kind of upset when I found this one out because I don't like Dane Cook. I don't like Amy Schumer, and I sure as fuck didn't like Carlos Mencia. I did, however, like Cedric the Entertainer. And when I found out what he did, I was like, no, not him. Because, like I said, it's it's you know it's it's black and white. It's one it's one of those things. Like you, you know, if you tell a joke about the same thing in a different way, versus ripping it off verbatim, it's just that's two completely different things. So I'm going to play you Cedric first. All right, I'm going to play you his joke, and then I'm going to play and I'll let you know where he stole the joke from, and I'm going to play that too. I was fucking flabbergasted when I found this out. All right, so here's Cedric's version. Check this out. Everybody call me Bominicious. Everybody call you Bominicious. Yeah, everybody in the whole city call me Bominicious. Don't even worry about it. It's fine. You call me that. Don't even worry about it. Bominicious. This is what everybody call Yeah, everybody call me that, man. Don't worry about it. I'm like, all right. So all week long, my ass talking about Bominicious. What up, boy? Hey, Bominicious, you going to run and run, come over and watch the game with us later on? Hey, Bominicious, run to the stove, grab some beer, come on back. My cousin said, what you calling him? Bominicious? He said, everybody call him Bominicious. It's all right for me to call him that. Like, nah, man, it ain't CJ. He's saying you could call me by my initials. That's what he's saying. All right, now he's basically, now this is not a stock joke. This is what I'm saying. This is not a stock joke, okay? He was basically saying that, the, now, the way that he dressed that joke up, if you actually watch the Kings of Comedy, he says that it's like a, he was talking about Southern people and how they talk fast and all that kind of stuff. So he he had fluff around the thing, but the bominicious thing, when the guy said, you can call me bominicious, he's basically saying you can call me by my initials. That is the, that's the bones of the joke right there. 
the bombinicious and the and, and he was saying you can call me by my initials, but he thought he said call me bombinicious, because he's talked so fast. He thought he was just saying bombinicious and whatever the fuck that means. All right, until a receipt was unearthed from designing women six years prior. Listen to this. I lived in Mississippi, and they had this man who worked for them occasionally named Bob Inicius. Now, he did various small jobs for them on and off for about a week. One night, he had just finished bartending a party, and the lady of the house realized that she didn't have any money. So she said to him, Bob Inicius, I, I want to write you a check, but I, I don't know how to spell Bob Inicius. And he said, well, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. See, when I came to work for you, I told you my name, and then I said, but you can call me by my initials. Now, no, no matter what way the the person dressed it up, Cedric was basically saying it was a Southern guy that talks real fast, and I'll come over, bring some beer or whatever, and designing women, it was it was about a bartender instead. That's, that's, that's all fluff. It's the bombinicious and the, and the actual crux of the joke that he flat out fucking stole it. You're not going to tell me that Cedric the Entertainer just sat down and wrote that one day. There's no fucking way. There's no way they did that. And the thing was, is like the Kings of Comedy came out in the late 90s. So there was no like internet really like that that would, that was like that where you can go on YouTube and like, and actually find receipts. And we really didn't have an idea back then that it ever would be. So it gets me to thinking, like, how many people are actually joke thieves? And like I said, I mean, I do shit on this show all the time that are that are based off of certain comedy bits that I've done, that that uh, that were done, I should say. But I completely redid it my way. I put my own spin on it. I'm just taking the subject and doing it that way. But you know, well documented on this show. That's the number one no no that you just do not do. And how could you even feel good about it? Like, if you're sitting there telling a joke that you know that you stole, how can you feel good about it when the, when the fucking audience laughs at it? I just don't get it. Joke thieves. What an asshole! What an asshole. Zzz. Assholes. <laughs> it's time for That's Fucked Up. On today's episode of How Fucked Up is Fucked Up. That's fucked up. Now, this is this next thing I'm going to talk about here <clears throat> is is going to, is done for a few different reasons. One is is just for a major distraction about all the fucked up shit that's about to start happening. Okay, and the other is just to appease people who have been screaming for this. All right, now unless you've been living on the moon for the last week. All right, they unsealed the case, and now all the Epstein, the Jeffrey Epstein, you know, flight logs and business transactions, they're all being released to the public. And I don't know why they're doing it in little batches, and I don't know why they're calling them John and Jane Doe's. Okay, because th- that's that's the thing that tells me right there nothing's going to happen. All right, but like th- this, this should like this should spark some shit from the people to the people are going to be like no 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 not you are prosecuting these people because guess guess who was on the first batch of names bill clinton who didn't know that we we, are, we already knew it we already knew the guy was a pedophile we already knew he'd been to epstein island 37 times like, what, are you, what are you going there really bill are you really flying down there what do you got wait going down there to play pinochle Hillary, her name was on there. 
Who, who, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't put anything past her. But Bill Gates, here's the one that, that, that is, is catching steam uh, <laughs> on the internet. Stephen Hawking. What the fuck was Stephen Hawking doing there? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, all the, the, guy was, the guy was a bag of bones and a row of bottom teeth. That's all that guy was. Like, what, what, what could you possibly do? All right, but you're going to see it. Tom Hanks was there. Like, there's so many of them. There's so many of them that were there. And, like, they weren't, like I said, they, they weren't there for fucking lunch. So I'm interested to see what's going to happen here because, like I said, they're doing this. I think they're doing it, I think, when they finally said, listen, some fucked up shit's going to happen in 2024. We're, we're, we're pulling out all the stops. Everything's going to happen. Oh, by the way, did you hear what's going on in Miami? And I, I did say this when I was talking about those fucking Hawaii fires. I said, dude, wait until you see what happens in 2024. And one of the things I cited actually fucking happened. All right. If you've seen in Miami, Miami-Dade County what happened uh, this past weekend, all right, there was a at, at a mall, okay, there was a, like video footage of a police response at a, at a mall in Miami-Dade County, Florida, and there was like 500 police cars. There were drones, there were helicopters, there were black Apache helicopters, all kinds of fucking shit. And these were cops that were basically from out. They were out of the jurisdiction. Like this was just like this was full court press. Like we need every fucking cop out there. We need everybody there right now. And what did they do? What did they say that prompted that? They said there were kids in the mall, teenagers in the mall that were throwing firecrackers at some of the shoppers. Oh, so now we have to call the entire state of Florida's police force to come for that. And you know, you know what's being leaked now? Inside the mall, there were eight-foot alien creatures walking around the mall. Now, if you look in the comments, you don't know who to believe. You're basically saying, like, I was there. I saw it. And there's people like, ah, oh, it's fucking bullshit. And, you know, all, all that crap. All right, but what did I tell Didn't I tell you? <laughs> Didn't I tell you that you're going to hear more and more shit about aliens? This is just scratching the surface. All right, but back to back to the back to the regular thing. This Epstein Island thing. They're doing I think they're doing it A for a distraction, like I said. There's always a distraction when they want you to pay attention like to not pay attention to something and, and go for something else. It's the same thing. They got to distract you with something. So they're going to distract you with this, right? And here's the thing, nothing's going to happen to any of them. And that is the moment when I think, like, the parents of the world need to stand up and go, we are not fucking standing for this. These people fuck little kids. And it's fucking known. Oh, my God, by the way, did you guys hear this? This makes complete, total fucking sense now to me, This why these two fucking kids are so goddamn weird. Did you know that the fucking Island Boys were products of Epstein Island? That's right. I saw a picture of him, of, of both of the Island Boys at like seven years old on the beach on Epstein Island with Jeffrey Epstein. So they were trafficked. No wonder they had no problem sucking each other's poles on fucking Instagram. And like I said before, like you can't put a price 
on traumatizing some kid. This this one girl, God, man, she came out and was like, I forget what it was. She she said something to the effect of like somebody else that was on that island and how badly they were treated. And she was like, and she said shit about her. And she was like, I was raped three and four times every single day, and I was eleven years old. Like you don't come back from that. And if you look at the number of kids and the number of years, Alex Jones was talking about this in the mid nineties. You know, Tim Foyle had Alex Jones, right? Everything that guy says comes true. Everything that guy says comes true. And he's been saying it since 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 Clinton has been off in an office. And Joe Rogan talked to him about it like recently. He's like, I, he's like, when you said that to me, like, th- like, you know, when you said that wherever he was, he didn't say it to him. He's like, 30 years ago, you said this. I'm like, this guy's a kook. And now look what's happening. All right. This thing, it's like, dude, something better happen to these fucking people. Okay, because if if not, that's a bad, 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 bad loss for for this country because they're basically saying, okay, you can fuck little kids and nothing's going to happen to you. Something better happen, but it won't. So the fact that they unsealed this case just to appease the American people, knowing nothing is going to happen, even though they destroyed hundreds, maybe even thousands of kids' lives. That's fucked up. And that kind of brings me to my my next thing here. Somehow, when these kids get abducted, I, I don't even know what happens to them. I don't know how they do it. Do they just? Because I, 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 I have seen videos where people just try to snatch a kid in broad daylight, and and every video I've seen when they try to snatch the kid, the person gets like caught by the parents, or like they never get away with the kid. But I see them try to do it right in broad daylight, and I don't know what the hell that's all about. But the one thing that I always did question, I'm like, okay. Why is it, I don't know how it is around the, the rest of the world, but in the United States, why is it that if, now I understand police may be inundated with phone calls if this was the case, but like, why do you need to wait 24 hours to fill out a missing persons report? Isn't that a little oxymoronic, don't you think? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay. You can kidnap somebody. It's it's the worst crime in the world. I've seen Alpha Dog. I know what the fuck happens. You get life for that shit. Okay? <laughs> and, and it's like, okay, kidnap the kid, and we'll give you a 24-hour head start. You know how far you can get? <laughs> like, even if you're not on a plane or whatever, but you can arrange a plane. You can arrange a helicopter. You can arrange a boat. You could just stay in a goddamn car. If you're in a car... You can get from where I am on the map to Florida and like a quarter of the way back in 24 hours or maybe halfway back. I don't even know. If you head west, you know, it's not like, are they going to fill out the the missing persons report at 24 hours and one second? And when they do file the report, when, by, by, at what time does it actually get on the police's radar? It might be another half a day. It might be another two days. Who knows? That guy heads west during fucking Salt Lake City, Utah, before they even know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> it's just like, dude, why? Like I said, like people, I get parents panic if their kid's missing for two hours or whatever. But I mean, like, to sit there and you got to actually wait for 24 hours for anybody to start doing anything about it. No wonder people get away. No wonder these kids are trafficked so much. You know what I'm saying? Some of the things you just look at and scratch your head and you're like, what the fuck? Which will help me segue into this. Okay. 
give you a little word porn, as you guys know that I like to do. It's two particular words that have absolutely nothing to do with each other, but it just makes me scratch my head. Now, I looked up the definitions of all three of these, but I, I, the other two didn't make sense. And what I'm referring to is breakfast, lunch, and dinner. All right. Lunch had a, uh, had a fucking flimsy reason why they call it lunch, and so did dinner, quite frankly. I forget what they were even. They were derivatives from, like, Dutch words or some shit. It's fucking stupid. But breakfast is one I already knew what it meant, you know, but basically breakfast is you're breaking the fast, meaning, you know, say the last thing you eat is at dinner time, you eat dinner at 7 o'clock at night, and then you wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning. That's 12 hours that you fasted, so when you wake up and you eat, you're breaking the fast, okay? However, breakfast is a compound word that has break and fast in it. Why is it not called break fast? How did break go to breck? Like you drop the A and just breck. And the fast turned into your fucking hand, the fist. Breakfast. Like, why don't we say it now? Now, saying break fast sounds weird because we don't say it that way. We say breakfast and that sounds normal, but really it should be break fast, no? And I see people dick that word up in uh, in epic proportions. Who is it? Jay's my friend Jay's brother. His brother says breakfast. Like B-R-E-F-I-S-S. Breakfast. You ever hear the people say, like, oh, I didn't have prefix. Prefix? Like, they, <laughs> Breck, they're just dropping the A. <laughs> like, you guys are just dropping everything. Preface. <laughs> the fuck, man? I just don't get I don't know why, why do we say, why don't we say breakfast? And the other is, I used to know what the Ten Commandments were when I was a little Catholic school skippy. I do know that five is thou shalt not kill. That one I always know about. But <laughs> but either way, there is one that says thou shalt not commit adultery. Now, adultery is basically you're stepping out on your spouse. You're fucking somebody else. You get a little, little, little side piece, a little side action. Right? Thou shalt not commit adultery. And you got those people that say fucking, I'm adulting. I just want to backhand those fucking people, you know, like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. You're, you're going to work and you're paying your bills and taking care of your kids and family life and all kinds of stuff. Right? Right? Okay. You're adulting. Yeah, you're fucking supposed to do that. You dumb fucking shithead. Adulting should be adultery. <laughs> like I'm committing adultery by going to work and paying my bills and doing this and doing that. And it's like, no, adultery means you're fucking somebody else. Like, that's the definition of being an adult, adultery, adultery, right? Like, if you have a fork and a knife, it's cutlery, it's, right? They're, they're describing it as such. Adultery should be like what an adult does. What does an adult do? They fuck other people. <laughs> and that is all I got for you guys this week. So it was some fun stuff here just to kick off season four. And like I said, I was, I was really, I was really like chomping at the bit to get back this week and, and do this thing that I love to do. And it was fun as always, even though I had to cost myself an extra two hours 
doing this shit because of that this fucking interface just always lets me down. You know how that shit goes. But I hope you enjoy, I mean, not to enjoy who, who enjoys commercials, but I mean, I did freshen up Chris Jackson's because I just wanted to trim the fat on it a little bit. I mean, you guys know what he does at this point. And for and for newer people, newer listeners, like the guy, just just check out his shit, okay? You you take a look at him. It's like, okay, this guy knows what the fuck he's doing. So I figured I would just do like a, a quick 60-second spot because usually his commercials are like two and a half minutes. And I know hearing the same thing every week, it can get long and redundant and things like that. But it is a part of the structure of the show. And like I said, that, uh, you know, little prelude in the beginning, like the previously thing, be a new new little feature here like i said it's all it's all baby steps right <laughs> baby steps to get where you need to be and they you know obviously have the show continue to evolve as it should i mean it gets to a point where like <laughs> it's got to be enough <laughs> you know what i'm saying like what i do has to be enough like it's just me there's, there's nobody else involved in this but me i don't have any like cast to 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 bounce shit off of i don't have any you know what i'm saying there's only so much I could do. I'm only one guy. <laughs> All right. Speaking of which, you need to get a hold of me, Christian, at the crodpodcast.com. You can get me on Facebook Messenger, or you can text or call me if you have my number. I'm just going to tell you something right now because it, it just, this continues to happen. Okay. Yeah. I don't give a shit <laughs> what it is. I don't care what the reel is. I don't care what the yeah. thumbnail says. I don't care if, it's, if, if you send me a message and say, hey, I sent that to you. I am not opening anything you send me on Facebook, okay? Like, any attachments, fucking forget about it. It's not happening, okay? I've been hacked twice for, for shit exactly like that. Now, Instagram is different. But people continue to send me Facebook rules. Stop it. As always, the C-Rod Podcast is written, mixed, mastered, and produced by yours truly. Like I said before, always great to spend my Sunday with you guys. It's unbelievable that we are here in season four. So we're rolling on that. Until next week, this is Christian Rodriguez saying, be awake, not woke. Beat your fucking kids. Take care. Ah, the man. Ah, hey.